Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ren with Dance With My Demons podcast. Are you looking to start a podcast? Then let Buzzsprout be the way. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show could be online and listed on all the major podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many more, just within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. With Buzzsprout, you can create something great together. Follow the link in the show notes, which lets Buzzsprout know we sent you. Buzzsprout will send you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and it's sent after a second paid invoice, and it helps support our show as well. Buzzsprout, the best way to create a great and professional podcast. Later. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Dance with My Demons podcast, the Halloween edition. This is episode nine, and I've entitled it, Why is Mental Illness So Scary? For some reason, Halloween seems like the most fitting holiday for mental illness. It's uh, reflected in so many movies. It's reflected in so many things that go on in society. Um but it's also reflective of the stigma that's associated with mental illness. I guess it's the one time of the year where being crazy or loony or freaky or being a freak or whatever you want to call it, the stigma that that gets put on us is acceptable. It's the one time of the year where we get to dress the part and have some fun with it. Um, so I, I guess that's probably one of the main reasons why I chose the Halloween edition to uh, do my next, you know, to do this episode. I don't want it to be too serious, but also I don't want it to be too lighthearted. But mental illness and why is it so scary? Probably the big component to why it's so scary to individuals who are dealing with mental illness, it's the stigma that is put upon us the idea of that we're crazy or we're looked at differently and that's probably one of the biggest fears that I think most people with mental illness have they're you know the fear of being looked at differently you know like you are different or something and you're truly not you know mental illness is an illness like any other illness it has to be treated but unfortunately due to the context of mental illness you know we're viewed as something different you know we're viewed as um maybe something dangerous maybe something scary 
the uncertain, um, the uncontrollable, especially in today's society, in today's times where uh, mental illness is so, so much in the media right now and so upfront because of so many violent things that are happening across the world, especially with shootings across the United States. Mental illness has become very prevalent, very much at the forefront of news um, because of it. And unfortunately, if us in the mental illness community were struggling to get that stigma gone, every time we see these things that happen on the news, it puts it right back in the forefront of the negative. So it's always this constant fight, this always vicious cycle of trying to get rid of stigma, but things happen to bring it back into the spotlight on a negative sense. And it's hard, you know, it, it can be really hard. Nobody, nobody wants that attention put upon themselves in a negative or unhealthy way. So that makes it really difficult and that can make it scary because, you know, you have to face the general public. You have to be out there and that can be scary as an individual. It can raise your anxiety. It can cause you, you know, to be depressed. You know, these fears that come with mental illness, it can be very daunting, you know, especially early on if you've just been, you know, diagnosed or evaluated and you're struggling to deal with it yourself. It could be even scarier. You know, you're trying to get a grip on hearing this very big news um, that you are dealing with a mental illness. To some extent, there's a, a level of denial that, you you know, this lack of acceptance because it's, it is scary and you don't want to view yourself different. You don't want to view yourself as, you know, dealing with something of that of that sort. So that can be very scary, you know, to an individual. And then, you know, you also have the aspect of the people who are close to you. How, you know, how do they treat you? How will they view you? Will they look at you differently? Will they make you feel differently? All these little things can very much be very scary to somebody who's, you know, living with a mental illness and, and especially very early on. Probably the, the key to finally taking the steps of getting rid of that shame or that feeling of, you know, you're a freak or you're crazy, you're going to be looked at differently. Probably it's finally coming to an acceptance of it. I think once you reach that level or that point where you finally accept what it is that, that you have to deal with, I think it's then when you finally, you change your own perspective of how you see things and how you see yourself and how you value yourself. I think once you come to accept what it is you're dealing with, it makes it easier to take those steps to, of, of healing and managing and doing everything you need to do to, you know, live a very, you know, very manageable life having a mental illness. It, you know, but until that point, there's always that, that feeling, you know, there's always that, you know, the uncontrollable thought, how do you manage, you know, how do you deal when you're really, really depressed? How do you deal when you're going through that mania and dealing with so much anxiety? How do your loved ones deal with you? Um, if there's one thing I, I've known, I've noticed in the past few months, I've been getting a lot of um, 
questions or a lot of talk about how individuals who, who are dealing with a mental illness, how their partner has been dealing with it and how, in some cases, how they've been mistreated or it's almost like they've been gaslit and some of the partners have pushed a certain idea into you know their partner's head and made him look and let, made him feel less than made him feel crazy and actually hindered you know their health and and them being able to manage it um it, it can be tough but on the other hand i i've you know gotten questions or talk about how the partners have been there very supportive and have trying to understand and even if they don't understand they've been there for their you know significant other and been supportive and doing the best they can to be there for them and those are are, are key things in managing your mental illness but also managing a relationship in any relationship it's not necessarily a romantic relationship it could also be relationships with family members your children you know your peers you know it you're still having to manage that relationship you're still having to figure it all out to sort through it and it you know that can be very overwhelming that could also add fear and scariness to you know managing a mental illness and living with it all those little intricacies that that come with it those little anxieties those little depressive moments all those little details all those little things add a lot of fear to managing a mental illness and that's why i think a lot of people struggle you know with it they struggle managing it because it, it's daunting it's very overwhelming it can be, have this terrible feeling of uncertainty like you you don't always feel like you're in control and then there's there's other aspect of it maybe a certain level of paranoia where you kind of question reality you know what's real and what's not I have the decisions that I that I've made were they influenced by my illness or were you know was it just me you know not dealing with any mental illness issues me just making you know decisions completely on my own without being affected by a mental illness there's a lot of little levels a lot of little intricacies and figuring it all out and managing it but until then you know it it's very overwhelming it it can be very intimidating it can be very scary it can be very fearful it can really make it difficult and hard to deal with you know this particular time of the year with Halloween um, it's hard not to ignore a lot of the movies that we see with deranged killers and villains who are portrayed in a mental illness negative type of way it makes it really difficult to to deal with and it's hard not to ignore it because halloween season it's right there it's right in front of you you know if it's not in tv commercials if it's not in music it's in movies it's in tv shows and i could go on and and list a whole bunch of movies that portray that but i don't want to put a negative light on the movies either because to an extent it is just entertainment but 
on the other end, it's also kind of exploiting mental health issues and painting a bad picture. So when we deal with, when we're trying to go about our life and manage it and, you know, and you ha- you're dealing with all these stereotypes, all this stigma and all these negative outlooks on how people see and deal with mental illness, it, it, it makes it hard. It's complicated. And I always look, kind of look at Halloween. It's like it's the one time of the year where you can kind of hide your fears of being seen as a freak or something because you can be whatever you want in Halloween. You can dress any way you want. You can portray yourself on that day as anything you want and maybe to some extent for some it's a good way of you know facing your fears you know or in another sense it's a way of if you're going to be looked at that way well m- you know might as well accept it and just go with it but with that being said you kind of have to be careful because with accepting it you want to make sure it's being accepted to yourself you're like you're you're dealing with it and you're coping with it but in a positive way and not in a negative way you know you can it can also lead to that negative sense where you can flip that switch and people can embrace that mental illness in a negative way and kind of go with it then it can lead to a lot of scary moments a lot of violence a lot of things that we already are seeing in reality on the news with violence that are happening and you know so it's that kind of balance you have to always be careful of and be mindful of is you know how you handle it how you manage it Um, it's always going to be a battle always uh, you know and once you come to terms with the idea that it's just an illness no different than any other illness except for how you deal with it it's still an illness that has to be managed it's still an illness that for some can require medication um it can require a life change and that's also to be said for other illnesses for people living with diabetes or somebody who's going through cancer or you know somebody going living through parkinson's or whatever illness whatever you know diseases or things that are people are dealing with they also have to be managed and you know in a variety of different ways so it's it's all relative it's just i guess the mental illness part because it's not something you can always visibly see or put your finger on it makes it difficult for people to understand it or to even want to understand it and that can even be the same for the person who's living with it they don't always understand what's going on so if they they don't always know what's going on, it could also make it difficult for people around them to understand what's going on. For some, and, I, and I've heard this firsthand in comments, where people just think it's literally something in their head that's just imaginary. And to some extent, they're correct. It is something in your head. It's something you're mentally dealing with in, in your brain, in your body, in your body chemistry. That is true when they say that. But... The context by way they use it is almost like they're saying it's make-believe. It's not real. Um, it's just something, you know, you just have to get over it. Unfortunately, that's not the way mental illness works. Um, it's not something you could just get over. It's not something anybody asks for. It's something that, you know, just 
the illness was put upon them in their life, whether it's something that you've dealt with your whole life or it's something that has come into your life later on in life for for whatever time period it happened or whatever how whatever it came upon you it's there and you have to live with it unfortunately there is no cure for mental illness it's something that you will have to manage and that's another thing you have to come to terms with managing it and that also is very overwhelming it's a it's a big task to manage your mental illness every day some days you feel greater than others some days you feel like you got it you know got it all locked up and you you know you got it all under control and you can handle it and you can take on the world and then the next day you wake up and it's like a light switch went off and you're not that same person anymore and you know you could hit the lowest of lows or at the same thing you can hit the mania is complete high of highs an uncontrollable sense of highs it's you know you have the extremes but it's that it's that that's what think what makes it daunting to people and scary is that it's unpredictable and even with medication it's still to a certain extent unpredictable so you have to be able to at the very least be ready to accept it or accept it come to that point of acceptance because only then will you be able to finally take the steps to manage it and it is manageable it's not impossible. I know all cases are different, and I know for some, the means by which getting help isn't there, and I understand that. And unfortunately, you know, that's not good for those individuals. Um, you know, I, I wish everybody could have help, the proper help they needed and access. But fortunately, there are areas by which you can and you have the 988 number which is the national suicide lifeline if anybody's feeling like they're in a, a mental emotional crisis or they're feeling suicidal or having thoughts of suicide 988 is the number for the national suicide lifeline and it's, it's accessible here in the united states nationwide for anybody and everybody it's 24 hour day seven day a week three six hundred 365 day a year a lifeline to help and they'll get you to where you need to be to assist you and make sure that you're led to the right place for your needs that's very important especially when you're alone out there in some situations for some they could be very alone they might not have any support for them and they might need to do it on their own. And I, I want those people out there who are on their own to be able to get the proper help they need as well. You know, nobody should ever have to be left alone and not have the ability to, to get the help that they need, especially when you're dealing with mental illness, which can be very tough. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I know I did, and I hope it, it helped, you know, all of you out there. Because that's always been the point of this show, um, for me to be the voice for those out there who can't speak for themselves and express what's going on inside their mind and with their emotions. So with that being said, I hope you stay tuned and come back for the next episode, which will be episode 10, the mid 
season episode of season three and i look forward to bringing you you know more content as time keeps going on so with that being said stay strong in mind stay strong in heart but most of all don't let the demons get you down and to everybody out there have a very happy and safe halloween later I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I'll be back with an all-new episode very soon. Until then, you can catch past episodes of Dance With My Demons podcast on anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast on. You can also catch me on Instagram at DanceWithMyDemons69, on Facebook, Dance With My Demons podcast, on X at DWMD Podcast 69 And also... If you or somebody you know is going through an emotional or mental crisis, 988 is the National Suicide Lifeline. Keep that in mind. We're all in this together, and everybody needs each other's help. So until then, stay strong in mind, stay strong in heart, but most of all, don't let the demons get you down. Later.